0: Backspin the Golf Show presented by Ping. Play your best. I'm Corey LaRusso, traveling Joe Passoff. Arizona Golf Hall of Famer Bill Huffman is joining us via technology 602 260 9191. That's how you get into the program, the PGA Tour this week in Sylvester, so Illinois, before most of the guys head over for the Open Championship next weekend. But right now, Luke List has a one-shot lead over Sebastian Muno- M- oh, excuse me, Munoz. Luke List at 13-under, Munoz at 12. Adam Shank, Justin Hadley, Brandon Nagy all at 11-under par. Just two shots off the pace. Adam Shank. Oh, wow, that's a tough golf name, isn't it, guys?
1: <laughs> well, you know, story, Corey, my, my favorite story coming out of this uh, John Deere is... <clears throat> A little guy named Willie Mack III, who's made two cuts in a row now on the on the tour, and he is an amazing story. Um, You know, he's hung in there now for like almost twelve years, playing every tour possible. And on top of that, you know, he lived out of his car for a year and a half. And you know, two two weeks in a row, he makes the cut, gets in there, and. You know, if you stop and think about it, if you're a professional golfer and you just made your first back-to-back cuts, you know, at age 32, that's pretty darn good. Yeah.
0: 602-260-9191. Keep that phone number handy as we move through the program. We're going to play Beat the Pro. So be sure and stay tuned for that. Remember, there's five vans, golf shops here in the Valley, two down in Tucson for all of your golfing needs. Travel and Joe will have three trivia questions coming your way. Joining us on the line right now, our good friend, George McNeely, who's in Silvis, Illinois. Good morning to you, George.
2: Hello, Corey. How
0: are you? I'm doing wonderfully. Thank you. And thanks for coming on the program. How's the golf game these days? I mean, now that things are opening up, I expect to see you in Phoenix in not too long. We got to get back out on the course.
2: Oh, uh, you'll see me in Tucson, you'll see me in Phoenix, you'll see me at my home courses over at Disney World, and you'll see me far right and far left, but having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well said, George. How's everything
1: going at, uh, in Silvis? And I know uh, for our listeners, I just want to give them a little background on you for a guy who lives in Florida and travels to Illinois every year to do this tournament.
2: Well, you know, we have a mutual friend, Barry Cronin, and he runs a heck of a... Media Center, and in my opinion, this is really one of the premier gems on the PGA Tour, if not the premier gem. Uh, it's celebrating its 50th anniversary. As God is my witness, I'm wearing a Tommy Bahama shirt right now to celebrate what I'm calling Quad Cities Five O, Because wow. it's the 50th anniversary of this little engine that could. Craig DeVries, who wrote a book called Magic Happens Celebrating 50 Years of the John Deere Classic refers to this as the Green Bay Packers. Think about it, okay? I know you almost got a job as a young man at a college in the Quad Cities, Bill, so you know the area. We're talking under 400,000 people per capita, just like Green Bay, Wisconsin. We're talking about a golf tournament that almost went into oblivion because many years ago, long before John Deere, They were $300 short of a printer that they needed for the office. I mean, that's how tight things used to be. And since 99, when Moline-based John Deere Corporation branded it as the John Deere Classic, they played uh, one year at uh, the previous course and moved to TPC Deer Run on land that Deer and Company donated, became an official partner of the PGA Tour pumped big prize money into the event, created a charter plane so that those players that wanted to come here and then get right to the Open Championship would be able to do so expeditiously. Uh, Brilliant tournament director in Claire Peterson, and just terrific people, wonderful part of the world, America's heartland, uh, all the charm of Whitey's ice cream. You know, a low-scoring affair usually, uh, a birdie haven, but it's still, you know, a 7,200-yard trek, and it is uh, a lot tougher than it looks on TV. I can promise you that. You know, you mentioned a couple of people to begin uh, the conversation. I was thinking, what do you need me for? You guys are all on top of this. But Willie Mack, what a fantastic story. Think about this. Yesterday, the cut Ended Dylan Fertelli's title defense. What a terrific guy, great golfer, a better person, charismatic, fine young man. He was paired with another former John Deere champion, Brian Harmon, and yet another, a guy named Steve Stricker, the Ryder Cup captain who won back to back to back John Deere Classics 2009 to 2011. Stricker went five under on Friday for a respectable six under total. Same position as Cedar Rapids native, two-time major winner, Zach Johnson, another guy who was hoisted at John Deere trophy, and the same score at 6-under as Willie Mack III from Detroit, who attended Bethune-Cookman College, in fact, uh, near my hometown in Daytona Beach, Florida. And he made the most of that sponsor exemption he got from Claire Peterson and John Deere, made the weekend cut, as you said, Bill, for the second week in a row, in very, very good company at 6-under park.
3: Yeah. Well, uh, George, with that ringing endorsement of all things John Deere and Quad Cities, you have definitely earned the f- free food you're getting in the press room.
2: <laughs> I got news for you. I pay my way. You know that. <laughs> but but I, will, I will tell you a little story, if you don't mind. I also heard you mention, because I listen to your show, by the way. I really do. <laughs> but Adam Shank, who's among the guys at 11 under, two back of the lead, held by Luke List. By all rights, Shank should win this tournament. He grew up as an Indiana farm boy and operated John Deere tractors soon after graduating from Big Wheels or whatever toddlers were peddling in that (laughs) zip code 25 years ago. And he's got a terrific sense of humor, self-deprecating as can be. He was telling me with a last name like Shank, his friends call him Shank. And that inspires him not to do that. He and his wife have a dog named Bunker and another one on the way that they plan to call Bogey. What a character. And what a treat to meet some characters out here that that have personality, which I don't know what it is. I think there is some mystical aspect of the Quad Cities, but some of the best players in the world who come here are a lot more laid back than they are at a big city event. Uh, Dylan Fratelli talked about that. Hey, there's no bright lights. There's no heavy traffic. It's a chill opportunity to come and make some birdies and prepare for an Open championship.
3: George, I have another serious question for you. I mean, you know, oddly enough, there have been some terrific winners, you know, in such a small-town tournament. You had Vijay Singh. uh, You had Jordan Spieth twice. You had Bryson DeChambeau just a couple of years ago. I mean, these are big-time major winner, you know, players. What did Steve Stricker explain about why he chose to play this week instead of defending his U.S. Senior Open title in the neighboring state of Nebraska?
2: You know, that's a, that's a terrific question, and what I would uh, respond based on what I've heard him say and what many people just know about him uh, being such a, a perennial player, uh, appearing golfer here. He's 54 years old. This is the 10th anniversary of a three-peat where he won back-to-back-to-back John Deere Classics 2009 to 2011. He has nothing to prove. He just won the Senior uh, Players Championship. He's the Ryder Cup captain. Probably doesn't hurt his uh, incredible credibility to mix it up with these guys and shoot six under and make it to a weekend cut when he's holding those Ryder Cup captain meetings in a few months. That's my take.
3: That's a good take. Huff? Yeah.
2: George, uh,
1: tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, some of your favorite moments at the tournament. Because when we talked about it, uh, they weren't necessarily, you know, the Jordan Spieth moments, but, you know, just some some of the stuff that's happened over the years that's kind of cool about the deer.
2: researcher that he is, Joe, mentioned some of the big names who won this tournament. I'd like to talk about some of the big names who didn't win this tournament. Yeah. Uh, Few will forget Tiger Woods' appearance here. Or a guy named Tom Watson, who in 1972 lost to a journeyman pro by the name of Dean Beeman. The year before, this guy, Beeman, who wound up being the second PGA Tour commissioner and a pivotal figure in professional golf by anyone's standards. He uh, won a satellite event in the Quad Cities. Then when he became commissioner, he started looking at the record books, from what I'm told, and he decided, you know, we're going to make that satellite event retroactively an (laughs) official event so I can be a back-to-back winner on the PGA Tour. But I'll tell you one thing, he had the chops. He held off Tom Watson in 72 for back-to-backs
1: here in the Quad yeah, those are good stories. Uh, who do you like this week? Um, you know, who's kind of looking exceptional?
2: You've seen my game. By my standard, they're all exceptional. But <laughs> i got to tell you, Sebastian Munoz carried momentum into round two. The opening round co-leader went four under par 67 for 12 under, but it was only good enough for second place. Luke List he's off yesterday afternoon, records a low round of eight under for a two-day total of 13 under. But you look at this leaderboard, it's anyone's game. I mean, there's seven dwarfs uh, in third place, tied for third, dwarfing the leader list by, by two shots at 11 under par. I'll tell you who I like. I like Ryan Moore, and I'll tell you why I like Ryan Moore. He won this event in 2016, fantastic golfer five years ago he wins the event on thursday of this week he went six under par 65 followed with a 66 yesterday he's been battling nagging strained back muscles that sidelined him in the opening event of the fedex cup playoffs last year the northern trust it caused him to miss the rest of the playoffs and he didn't play at all last fall and he is tearing up the course. I'd like to see him uh, prevail just because of what he's been through and that he's playing through a lot of injury.
1: Yeah, this, uh, that would be a good one. George, do they still do the the charter? Um, and, and who gets on it? How many guys are going to be playing in the Open Championship that are there this week?
2: About 13 that are in the field that are playing in the Open Championship. They absolutely do the John Deere charter. It will be filled. You know, Deere funds it. But the players pay for it, and then the money goes to Birdies for Charity. And I want to talk about that for a minute, if you don't mind. It's absolutely astonishing that this tournament did not take place last year. One of 14 canceled or postponed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Yet they still came up with over $12 million for all of the area charities. That's what makes this place so special. Every year... The, the smallest city per capita on the PGA Tour tears it up as far as donating successful fundraising to charity, fan engagement, wins awards from the PGA Tour for getting it done on social media. They got a brilliant social media strategist and Ashley Hansen. I just got to tell you, if you haven't been here, make plans because this is a happening place.
0: We are speaking with golf writer George McNeely, who is at the John Deere Classic in Silvis, Illinois. Joe
3: and George, it's interesting that you like Ryan Moore for the variety of reasons that you do, and uh, he kind of first burst onto the scene back in 2004 when he won the U.S. Amateur and uh, was at Wingfoot. And do you remember who he beat in the final?
2: Yeah, it's a guy who's in the field this week, Luke List. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, George. Our leader. Is, yeah, our leader is thirteen under.
0: Another name that's really interesting to us here in the Valley of the Sun. One of our locals, Ches has been playing very well for the past couple of seasons. Actually, is he? Uh, does he have a, a status for the Open Championship next week? Is he in the field?
2: I'm rather certain he is. I know that on Thursday he shot a 64. And yesterday he shot a 67 on this park, 71 TPC deer run. The winner of this tournament gets a exemption. This is the last exemption for the Open Championship. Mm. Basically, top five in ties. Whoever's not in gets the board that charter. And I have been in that locker room watching Michael Tim, watching Dylan Fratelli, watching Brian Harmon, watching Jordan Spieth, pack their stuff so quickly after the press conferences so they wouldn't hold up the rest of the gang. And You know what? I think they got a built-in excuse if everybody's having a cocktail waiting for
0: them. <laughs> sure, it's happening. George, thanks so much for your time this morning. Enjoy the tournament. Good course, stuff, George. We'll catch up to you again in the very near future, and uh, hope to see you soon, my friend.
2: Oh, you will. Take care,
0: fellas. All right, that's George McNeely, our good friend golf writer. Lives in Florida but
1: 21 years in a row in Silvis. Wow. He's got some stories, and I'm telling you, you know, with that big, deep, gruff voice of his, he can tell them.
0: He's a lot of fun on the golf course, too. I really enjoyed my time with him. I played with your other good friend, Jeff Rude, uh, with George McNeely, and, and that's a that's a good group to be out there with.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, Bill, yeah. I, can, I can also tell you he's just as much fun off the golf course <laughs> listening to the, that voice and tell those stories over a beverage or two.
1: Oh yeah, he can, he's in fact he's an expert at telling stories over beverages. Okay? <laughs> I love it, expert.
0: All right, we've got to jump into a break. We're going to be back to close out the front side of Backspin, the Golf Show. We're going to be joined by Scott Sugar from the Gold Canyon Golf Club. Uh, in the backside, as well as the man from Vans, we're going to play Beat the Pro, so keep the phone number handy, 602-260-9191. That is how you get in. You're listening to Backspin on Fox Sports 910, your home for the Arizona Coyotes. This is Corey LaRusso inviting you to listen into the expanding Saturday morning lineup right here on Fox Sports.